Hey y'all, I just wanted to share a short message here at the top. If you've been subscribed to the podcast for a while, then you know that I try to publish a new episode every two weeks. When I first started, this seemed like a totally achievable schedule. Turns out, real life doesn't agree. I want to make sure that the quality of indefensive fandom doesn't drop, just because I'm trying to push too fast and get out each new episode. So this particular one won't be as long as the others, and I'll be using the next few weeks to really get caught up and try to put together a show-stopping finish. Thanks for sticking with me on this weird little road trip. Now, on to the episode. That's my entire Thursday night. Like I would watch the episode, film a reaction and review, and then I would edit for a while and then post it on YouTube that same night, like try to get it out pretty quickly. I mean, pretty much all through college, this was what I did when I wasn't in class. Like I would get out of class and I would do my homework and then I would immediately start working on these videos. The voice you just heard is Alana King. If you were in the SPN family and on YouTube during the late aughts, then you probably saw at least one of her videos. Although Alana's YouTube channel didn't originally focus on Supernatural. And, you know, at that point I had been making videos on my YouTube channel kind of just about books. Like I was super into reading. I worked in an independent bookstore. So I was making videos about books. But then after I went to the convention, I started kind of shifting gears a little bit and I would start making videos about Supernatural. That's when her online video making really took off. I would make reaction videos. I would do them the night the episodes aired. Um, and I would make convention vlogs and videos when I went. And those were like, I, I feel like the two main things, but then I would make other videos too. Like I would make videos about supernatural books. Like I made videos about Lynn's books and I would do unboxings of supernatural merchandise and review the merchandise. So it was like all kinds of whatever I could really think of. I would do like my favorite episodes or like just like videos about the show. And I, that's kind of how I really got into the, the community that way. Having spent just over a year in fandom spaces, Alana is a name I came across again and again. She was one of the earlier vloggers who really reported on supernatural conventions, merchandise, and reviewed each episode. Her videos were ubiquitous. And that's where I want to focus for this mini episode today, a quick detour to video production. It wasn't originally on my route that I mapped at the beginning of this journey, but I would be remiss to skip it altogether. After all, it was a YouTube video that got me watching Supernatural in the first place. But trying to nail down video into a single category is a bit tricky. I mean, for starters, I don't have a TikTok. I'm a millennial, so maybe that's why I've been too lazy to sign up. That, and I've seen how addictive that never-ending scroll can be for Twitter. Not sure I need to up my social media consumption right now. But I do know that there is a thriving world on Supernatural TikTok that I'm just not a part of. Like, I know Rupert Gaze, aka one of the gens, has managed to use TikTok to help promote her fan fiction. For those of you who don't remember, she was the first interview from our second episode. And I've seen quite a few videos that inevitably make it to Instagram or Twitter. And I know there's an argument to be made for creativity here. Making short music videos and goofy inside jokes about the show abound on TikTok. And there's the trend of making meta videos and then splicing in another creator's content. 
I know it's super interactive and collaborative. It's just, I'm an old, okay? There was an Instagram reel a while back that went, am I on TikTok? Heck no. I wait till the best videos make it onto Instagram reels and watch it there like a proper millennial. And yeah, that's me. But I do want to share some of the ways that creating videos have changed people's lives like Alana. Honestly, watching Supernatural kind of hammered home for me the fact that I wanted to work in television because it had impacted me so much. And I had heard so many stories from like the cast, the conventions about how awesome it was to like work on that set and work on the show. Like so many in SPN family, Alana was inspired by Supernatural. She'd already been interested in filmmaking, but watching the show and hearing the cast talk about the filming process really inspired her to follow through on those dreams. And so she went to school for just that. So I went to school for film and television. That was what I studied in school. Um, I graduated in 2020, which was thrilling. Obviously, trying to enter the workforce in the spring of 2020 was a less than ideal experience. COVID impacted every aspect of life, and television production wasn't immune. Alana found a job working on video, but not television. Still, she didn't give up. I knew I wanted to end up in TV. Supernatural kind of pushed me there. So when I was out here and I was doing the online video editing, it was always in the back of my head that like, okay, I'd like to make the transition over to TV. Um, and it goes like, hey, we're looking for an, a new post-production assistant. And post-production is like what I have always been drawn to. So I was like, I, I feel like I definitely want to work in, in post. And I, so I sent in my resume and stuff and it, it was Walker. Walker, Texas Ranger, for those of you not in the know, is a remake of the Chuck Norris television show. The titular character is played by none other than Jared Padalecki, a.k.a. Sam Winchester. It wasn't that Alana had been gunning for a job in a show that shares many cast and crew with the original Supernatural group, but when the opportunity came up, she certainly wasn't going to say no, even if it was a scary leap. You know, even though I knew I wanted to make the jump to television, I was comfortable doing my other job. And I was like, okay, I know I want this, but I'm really scared. <laughs> and so I talked to my friend Lynn about it. And she was like, change is scary even when we want it. So just remember that. It's a good thing. It can still be scary. So while it was an intimidating leap to finally start working in her focus area of post-production, she immediately said yes to the job. And for those of you who caught her mention of the name Lynn, yes, that is referring to Lynn Zabernis, the author of Fangasm and several other Supernatural books that I have spoken with for this podcast. So anyways, even though it's what Alana went to school for, it's still been a learning experience because there are so many aspects to post-production. And there are so many different parts to it. There, there's obviously like editing the show. It goes through so many rounds of edits. So many. And then, you know, after you, you finally lock an episode, which is where you've got your picture locked, then you got to move on to all the audio and the music and the ADR and the sound. And it's like, there's so much there. And then you've got the VFX and like the special, there's so many things, so many steps that we take as a post team to get the episode from the clips that they shoot, like the actual footage to a finished product. So while it's been a learning curve to assist on all the post-filming steps to produce season three of Walker, 
it's been worth every second for Alana. I'm super grateful for it. Like I'm super grateful for everything that, that it has brought to my life. And I just, I don't think I'll ever be able to like articulately put into words how much it has meant to me and how much it has changed my life for the better. As a kid, my favorite movie, and okay, it's still my favorite movie, was Ghostbusters. And I watched every single second of the director's commentary on the movie, learning about the practical effects and the challenges and different aspects of the filming. And I know more than my fair share of friends who have seen all the behind the scenes materials of The Lord of the Rings, but I don't personally know anybody who took that passion and translated it into a career in television or film. I tend to hang out with a lot of science nerds who might have become biologists because they loved Fern Gully or Jurassic Park as a kid, but generally didn't actually end up making the shows like the ones that inspired them. But still, I think it's so cool that Alana attending a supernatural convention helped her build community and explore her creative passions, eventually scoring a career in making television. Alana's not the only one making videos about Supernatural. There are so many other great folks out there, and it'd be a mistake to not mention at least a couple more. For example, Gail, better known as Gailedit on Twitter, has been attending SPN conventions and recording panels for at least five years, and then uploading those videos on YouTube. This helps make conventions at least partially accessible for those who can't afford to go. And actually, it was thanks to Gail that I had that recorded introduction of Jared and Jensen at the Kansas City Convention at the very beginning of the first episode in this series. She was kind enough to let me use her audio, which I think really helps that episode pull you into the convention experience. And of course, there are so many videos on YouTube that offer analysis of the show from many different perspectives. I personally love the video essays by Bob Wes, but there are plenty of great creators out there to check out. If you're a videophile, is that what you call it? Be sure to check out all the great content the SPN family has made over the years on YouTube. And okay, fine, on TikTok too, if you're into that. But thanks for coming along with me on this short detour to talk video before we ramble on. So far on this road trip, all of our stops have felt like the colorfully themed motel rooms created by Jerry Wanick. They've each explored at depth the creative fields of the Espion family and how those creative aims have been supported by community and collaboration. But I think it's time we get off this main road and travel one a little less well-paved. Fandom isn't a newly resurfaced road after all. If you've spent any time on Twitter, then I know you've seen some of the potholes of fandom. So up next, we're going dark side. What are some of the complaints we hear about supernatural fandom, both within the SPN family and from those who definitely aren't fans? If I have to hear about fandom uh, drama or being upset about something, like I found out about supernatural, the stuff with Castiel and all that, without, without, Realizing that the show was still even on the air. We'll hear about problems within fandom and judge whether these complaints hold water and which ones have no valid basis. I know it's about to get a bit bumpy, but I think this detour is necessary to truly fully cover the fandom experience. 
Editorial support was provided by Dr. Anna Funk. Music this week from Pixabay while I give Chris Scott a bit more time to compose next week's episode. Audio production help from Sean Ellis Hussey. Cover art was designed by Liz. Thanks to Renee, Meg, Rupert Gaze, Danny, and Marissa for supporting the show through Kofi. In Defense of Fandom was made possible through An Unhealthy Obsession and your support via Kofi. If you're not already supporting the show and you'd like to, you can find a link in the show notes to our Kofi. Your support is deeply appreciated.